nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword Passport. I'm rolling, bro. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 506, November 24, 2020. 60 degrees on this day three years ago in 2017 and 10 below in 1893. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. The people who run the state fair, Jerry Hammer and his people, they are geniuses. What they do now. You can buy a $10 ticket today for next summer's fair. <laughs> today only. But what if there isn't one? Today until 11.59 p.m. admission tickets will be available for $10. Organizers said there is a limit of 12 tickets per customer. The regular pre-fair discount price is typically 12 bucks. At admission at the gate is fifteen. You get these for ten bucks. Ten bucks. What a deal. And additionally, twenty twenty one grandstand concert tickets are currently on sale. So what we're here have tomorrow is the story of how they sold out of those ten dollar tickets in about an hour and a half. Well, there's no doubt that they will. Yeah. People people cling to that as a bright hope for next summer. Yeah. Did I see too that uh, that they're doing some holiday? Was it those guys or Valley Fair that's doing this really cool holiday drive-through? Oh, the fair. fair's got a drive-through. Yeah. They also have a, a handful of options for gift-giving ideas, oh. including the Minnesota State Fair online marketplace, State Fair merchandise, crop mm. art to go kits, and all kinds of stuff. Just go to the uh, uh, State Fair. Uh, websites minnesotastatefair.org minstatefair.org and i'm sure you can navigate your way through the website and find these incredible offerings that would i think a great christmas gift would be to get somebody the crop art to go kit i'll get that for you joe well you know uh Tis the season. you know boys uh, in, in the time of covid People are taking to things like crop art or learning how to play chess. Or <clears throat> I, I've chosen uh, something that I, I try to do every time I see it in the paper, and that's uh, unscramble the scrambled up words. Uh, huh. they, you know, they got about 20 words, and they can run in all directions, upwards, backwards. Are we sides, on the air? Are we recording side, this? Sideways. <laughs> you know? And I, I love doing that. I like it. I, I sit there in the window, and I get a pencil. Hmm. And I, I can find all the words. I'm trying to set a speed record. I do the crossword oh, every day. Yeah. Yesterday I completed both crosswords in the uh, Star Tribune. I mean, if we want to be men mundane, I can give There's you three or four them. hours of uh, mundane. I think I'm going to leave now. 
you guys may have noticed I stepped out to the bathroom. Uh, did we start the show seriously? Yeah, uh, we, we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, uh, we did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was I, just checking. I, I just wanted to know that. Um, John, I take that as a... people like the dog. I take that as a tremendous insult, John. Can I get the time I'm and I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's 11.53. <laughs> I can predict for you that the, uh, uh, the next example of... Uh, what the hell do we call it? What what did Stillwater result in? The term lumberjack days. Lumberjacking. I learned more about this Cathedral of St. Paul light show, and it really oh. sounds cool. Yeah, uh, it's the Cathedral of St. Paul will be illuminated with a light show that tells the story of Jesus' birth in a manger for three nights in mid-December. Our Cathedral Illuminated, the manger, will have light and sound created by Lux Morales, an award-winning projection art company based in Litchfield, England. Their shows regularly draw 20,000 in the UK, according to a Cathedral Heritage Foundation news release. It's the company's first show in the U.S. Cathedral Illuminated is a drive-by, view-from-your-vehicle event in keeping with the COVID restrictions. Visitors will be able to tune to a radio signal for the music. And here again, the best part, the bike lanes going both south and north on John Ireland Boulevard in front of the cathedral will be closed so cars can park and watch the 12-minute loop. The program starts at 6 p.m. Uh, and it will run December 17, 18, and 19 and run continuously for three hours each night and stream live on the Cathedral Heritage Foundation's Facebook page. The Lux Morales projection is created by artist Peter Walker and music by David Harper. The presentation will run concurrently with the Litchfield Cathedral in England, according to the Cathedral Board Chair Mary Schaffner. For more information, go to the Cathedral Heritage Foundation's Facebook page. Well, I'm just envisioning, uh, A, that's going to be really nifty, but i got to just think it's going to be chaos. Traffic chaos. Mm. People are dying for something like this, for something to do and, and from the safety of their car. Now, I take it if it's running, if it's 12 minutes and they're running for three hours each night, that can you somebody do the math? Uh, three Wait, one more time, one more time, one more time. Here, I'll do it. No, oh, no. You're not supposed to. Oh, oh well, I'll do it. I'll Hold do on it. Well, three hours is 180 minutes. Yep, correct. Right? Yep. Uh, divided by... Uh, twelve. Yep. They can. There'll be fifteen showings a night. But what that would presume, I imagine, is nope. an honor system, huh? Nope. Nope. No. That's not right. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> oh wait, I'm sorry. Uh, we have a caller. Uh, caller, will you go ahead, please? Yeah, I wonder if I can get the time in the sam. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm mistaken, Joe. You are right. It's fifteen. I okay. Apologize. Okay. So that means they can show fifteen, twelve-minute loops a night. There we go. Okay, but that's going to really require the honor system that you, I'm parked there and I see my twelve minutes. I got to get out of there and let the next guy in. And I just see that as going to be sort of chaotic. Yeah, that'll be bad. So, are you planning on going? I would love to see something like that. The cathedral illuminated is absolutely gorgeous. Just well, a stunning sight. Flies in the face of what you've been saying for years and years and years about how ridiculous holiday light shows are. It, it, maybe it's the fact that this one actually has a theme that you're going. 
Kenny, let me straighten you out. Here we go. All right, here we go. All I've right, never but... said I've never said holiday light shows are ridiculous. I said the one experience I had taking an actual tour of them proved to be ridiculous because I just saw so much that didn't make sense. Uh, if Mr. Smith down the block wants to decorate his front porch and some pine trees in his yard, I'm all for it. I think it's great. And I think this cathedral thing sounds great. But I don't want to end up in the yard of somebody out in Invergrove Heights with the Beach Boys surfing and uh, uh, Christ riding a mule and uh, the whole deal. It just doesn't make sense. I wonder, can you get these uh, light show displays like they're doing at the Capitol? Can I get a, a mobile unit, like maybe mount one? in the back of my truck and then put on a light show right at your house and bite the GL over. Come can, on over to Main Street. You can do that with holiday lights made easy. It is the best. Well, I guess you guys didn't share my uh, curiosity. That this, this is, I think this is fated to be a, a major success, and therefore, how in the hell will it be accommodated? I just can't no. see it. And then if you're on foot, you could walk and view it, but then you wouldn't have the... Uh, well, sure, you could bring a transistor radio and listen on the radio. Right? Hold on. Oh, Lord. And now, from the mayor's office, Here we go. above the boathouse... Here's the real <laughs> show, <laughs> folks. Sure of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. Oh. <laughs> what the... Well, why wouldn't you leave it, listen to it on a radio? Well, what are you saying? You, you listen on your phone? Did you read the paper today? Uh, yes. What are we doing here? Let's do. <laughs> let's talk about something here. The bosses find out this is what's going on on the podcast. We're going to be out of a job. <laughs> okay, you want me to get to it, don't you? Here we yeah, go. Let's do it. I got a note from Mike Zipko who said, uh, if you send out Thanksgiving cards, make sure Biden gets one from you and your show. The podcast now has a built-in four years of material from John Kerry's new role. Oh. Uh, John Kerry tweet, the work we began with the Paris Agreement is far from done. I'm returning to government to get America back on track to address the biggest challenge of this generation and those that will follow. The climate crisis demands nothing less than all hands on deck. B as in B, S as in S. He's rubbing his hands together like a cartoon villain, isn't he? This guy is the most incompetent fruitcake that's ever come down the aisle. Play his quote for us, Reeves. You know, we had eight storms uh, last year, which cost America well more than eight, eight than a billion dollars per storm come on, it's far come on. cheaper to recognize what's coming and cure the problem ahead of time jesus he's like the technology and stuff guy god <laughs> the whole the whole problem is the belief of Kerry, who i believe is echoing the Biden administration's wishes that this is the biggest challenge we face. But don't you yeah. think that the vast majority of the likes of Kerry and Harris and Biden, they don't truly believe that, but they know that this is an extension of government that can continue to feed them for the next couple of decades. Yeah, of, co- of course it is. But the Paris Climate Accord is an utter failure. It makes it, if we rejoin that, a, the U.S. will end up paying for most of it, while China blithely ignores it, India yep. ignores it, 
and yet we will be handcuffed into uh, adopting uh, forms of uh, uh, energy that don't work, solar and, and what have you, and wind, and and uh, will ruin will ruin the economy in the pursuit of in the pursuit of essentially uh, a complete Mysterian takeover. Well, no, That's what it amounts we to. We will become California. The entire country, from an energy standpoint, will become California. And to prove your point, there was a piece in the business section today, Joe, uh, headline, GM reverses, drops from California air suit. General mm-hmm. Motors says it will no longer support the Trump administration in legal efforts to end California's right to set its own clean air standards, and they are now backing California with pushing electric vehicles. So they just caved in. Not only that, I read that General Motors is offering Cadillac dealers five hundred grand yeah. if they don't want to get on board with complete electric vehicle transformation. Yep. I don't know what? what that would have to do with the dealer, though, John. What? That's you, that's the wait. Isn't that the opposite of what I just said? No. Well, th- if you don't get on board with their views of electric cars, they want to buy out your dealership for half oh, a million. Oh, oh, I got you. I got you. All they right. want to go completely electric. Yeah. And if you get a dealer uh, who said, "Look, I don't think that's going to work in my territory." Uh, We've got this kind of weather situation and that kind of weather situation, not enough charging stations. It sounds like GM will say, well, fine, here's a check for 500 You no longer have a franchise. Mm-hmm. This is my last GM vehicle, too, by the way. Um, when I'm done with this one, I'm going to Ford. But imagine the ideological misguidance in believing in this vain idea that changing the climate and might of nature is the biggest problem we face. They say this in the middle of a pandemic, uh, increased unemployment claims, people lined up in streets for food all across this country, uh, uh, extraordinary debt, which is yet to be mentioned by either party. And you want to bring out this has-been who failed. And uh, I read a great line in the Washington, I'm sorry, in the Wall Street Journal about this. They're having a great deal of sport with the idea of uh, Kennedy, uh, Kerry negotiating with anybody. He'll always be fated to return home dressed in a barrel. Uh, He'll just get, (laughs) he'll just get, he'll just get taken every time he, you think China gives a bleep about the Paris Climate Accords? No. You think India does? No. But right. we're, and like we, you said earlier, we're going to foot the bill, and we will continue to be the evil doers, no matter how much we change and no matter how much we pay. You're our emissions right. are at record lows. Capitalism is what's kept our environment improving. Not some salon wish of the, of the mob, or whatever they call it, the squad. Free markets... Have kept. Look at the way Detroit's got so far ahead of the curve without having to be told to. They went through a rough spot in the 70s. They didn't realize what was going on. Then they caught up. Automobile manufacturers are way ahead of the salon. So are, so are, uh, uh, so is home construction in terms of uh, energy usefulness. We're all ahead of the curve on this. And yet you want to drag us back to about the 19th century by rejoining the... That was one of the greatest things Trump ever did. Get get us out of that Paris deal. That's just unfair mm-hmm. to this country. Agreed. 
Mm-hmm. And now we have to get back in it for no reason whatsoever except to bankrupt us. By the way, uh, recall the story I brought up yesterday about the Star Tribune citing a study where climate change is making winter ice more dangerous, resulting mm-hmm. in more drownings. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do this because I made the mistake. As the emailer pointed out, he said, Reeves, go back and look at the comments of that story. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. And they are? They're, it's mixed. It's a mixed bag, but there are so many people that buy this nonsense. Mm-hmm. That if I go through the ice, it's because of climate change well, and not yeah. because I'm a jackass and I'm right. walking on a half inch of ice? <laughs> right, right. That's right. why. <laughs> yep. How come it's... Oh, and one of them said, you know, this explains everything. Remember that 70-degree day we had in early November? <laughs> Some years oh I'm walking on the ice on December 1st. <laughs> Some years it's January 1st. It just it's just depends on the year. Yep. <laughs> I'm looking for something to, to read you about Kerry uh, and how preposterous his pick is. I suppose the ray of hope would be that, well, he won't accomplish anything. But uh, he could do a lot of damage in trying to accomplish something. Uh, you going to trot out Al Gore, too? Tired old Al Gore? <laughs> well, I'm sure Al will be heard from in this uh, new administration. Uh, what I'm looking for is escaping me right now, but that's okay. That's okay. It's just a, it was a, a, an opinion piece uh, citing the failures that, that Kerry had as a would-be negotiator. Uh, in Iran and, and uh, China and what have you, and they said he'll be coming home in a barrel, dressed in a barrel. And I thought that was a pretty good line. Say, I want to tell you about uh, EcoFund Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. Yeah, Joe, tell me. What do you got from EcoFund? Uh, well, first I got to find it. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> Is it's it right on your here. computer? Is it on your computer? It's going to be one hell of a Black Friday at EcoFund Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. Nice. Uh, well, I, I'm being, uh, I'm being, oh, God. Hold on, maybe this will all be out. Yeah, I'd wonder if I get time in the town. Okay. You just bear with me. Here we go, EcoFund Motorsports. They're right on Highway 61, are they not? Right. Black Friday <laughs> week sale. They're selling, they're selling Bintelli B1 electric bikes for $9.99. That's Whoa. the lowest price wow. ever. There's $100 off all Tau Tau Kids ATVs. Youth 200cc snowmobiles on sale for $19.99. Many other gift ideas. Helmets, apparel, and don't forget that great service department. And if this damn email would let me uh, view what Tim Bloom sent me, yep. I could tell you some of the great stuff. Come on. You got Here some we go. Stuff. Here we go. Come on, baby. Stuff. Come on, baby. Uh, Black Friday sale. Uh, 100 bucks off all in-stock youth ATVs. Lowest mm-hmm. prices on uh, uh, whatever those things are. Popstar. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tim knows what I'm trying to do. Of course Tim knows does. what I'm trying to do. It's just an amazing, it's going to be an amazing sale. But it's always great prices. But it's even going to be better starting Friday at EcoFund Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. And now what I'm going to going to do as a means of wearing my own hair shirt i'm going to uh, take this brief time out and try to figure out why i couldn't call up this tremendous new copy for ecofund motorsports on highway 61 in downtown forest lake here's a man that came up with an attachment 
I'm sorry I can't even do that to you, Joe. It's my fault. Hey, uh, GLers, I know a lot of you are planning on staying home for the uh, Thanksgiving feast. Do yourself a favor if you plan on doing takeout and hit up our friends over at 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins. I have been raving about the short rib pot pie. I had confirmation yesterday from Roycey that it was outstanding. Check out their menu, 30bales.com. They have a number of great items from that scratch Midwest kitchen. Here's the deal, though. They are going to be closed on Thanksgiving Day, but they will be reopening at noon on Friday. And they're open seven days a week now to take care of all of your takeout needs. And if you need to order online and have it delivered, they'll take care of you that way, too. But their menu is outstanding. They're first-class people. Check out their entire menu. Also, if maybe if you're out of state, Hit them up for a gift card and maybe gift that to somebody that lives here locally. 30bales.com. Check out that menu, including the Big Ten subs that are now back as well. And let them know that you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic podcast. Reavers. Yes, Joe. Focus. Bring up the YouTube clip mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of Biden and Cardi B. No. Yes. Uh, oh, she, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yep, yeah. Yep. Uh, you need to hear this. Okay, you're gonna have to while, you're, while you're looking for that, let me read you an email from uh, our friend Tom Bonet. Joe, I have a hodgepodge of thoughts about Cardi B's song, Take Them for What They're Worth. First, I was surprised none of the boys mentioned that Joe Biden was interviewed by Cardi B during the campaign. The topic was largely race relations. The interview was cringeworthy. Cardi B is as empty-headed as her music would imply, and combined with Biden's cognitive issues, it was not exactly firing line. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Said, wait, wait, wait! You said to look at Biden and Cardi B. Yes, because yeah. earlier you said Kerry and, and Cardi. I'm B. sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. Biden no, and Cardi B. Cardi, uh, uh, I'm not sure if Biden's staff told him what Cardi B's claim to fame is. My hope is that if they had, Biden would have had the class to decline. Secondly, I read recently that Geezer Butler of Black Sabbath was horrified to hear a friend's 10-year-old daughter singing WAP. Butler described the song as disgusting and predictably he's been lambasted by the salon for having such Puritan leanings. Forgotten is that Butler's disgust was triggered by a prepubescent girl singing an explicit song about female sexuality. Well, good for, uh, good for Geezer. Finally, when I was in high school during the 80s, my best friend and I discovered a heavy metal band called The Mentors. The band had created a brand of music deemed rape rock. The lyrics were intentionally shocking. Tipper Gore and the PMRC had a field day with The Mentors, ironically giving the band more press than they could have ever hoped to achieve simply through their music. A person might therefore reasonably tell me I'm in no place to judge Cardi B, having gleefully listened to my own share of disgusting music as a lad. The difference, however, as you correctly pointed out, is exposure. Cardi B's song has been downloaded millions of times by consumers, and as you mentioned, WAP was recently decreed the crowning achievement of American music in 2020. The mentors had a fan base of about 70 people. We have proudly, <laughs> we have proudly mainstream filth, even as we are mired in unsustainable debt and suffering a pandemic that has shut down most of the world's economy. Ancient Rome comes to mind. You mentioned the Great Reset recently. And whether our fate is that, or civil war, or socialism, I can't help but feel whatever ills befall our once great nation are well-deserved and, frankly, long overdue. Good luck. Have you found it, Reeves? Sure have. 
uh, <laughs> I think it's safe to play. So I, I monitored a fair amount of it. So I think, this uh, I think this appears good. to be uh, Joe Biden and one of his daughters at home at the Biden home, and Cardi B is elsewhere. I, of course, want free Medicare. And this is why it's important to have free Medicare, because look, look, look what's happening right now. You see why we should Stop. have free Medicare? That possibly is not what I'm looking for. It starts off with her saying, how you doing, Biden? Well, I cut uh, through that part because it's an Entertainment Tonight clip. So she he says, yes, I'm Joey B. We might be related. That's what I want to hear. Oh, well, then it, but it, then it cuts to three minutes of them setting it up. That's why I played the, okay. No, just go, go play what you were. She was growing up, she'd call me Joey B. So yeah. we may be related Cardi or something. B. Yep, Cardi B and Joey B. <laughs> Cardi B. See what I mean? So. <sighs> Never mind. Yeah, a little pre-production meeting wouldn't hurt. <laughs> um, but you know what? That letter that you just read um, reminded me, a little light bulb went off. John, remember Two Live Crew? Oh, certainly. And how awful they were. And I always asserted that Two Live Crew was simply a reaction to Tipper Gore in order to sell records and make money. Because they were just awful. (laughs) Just, yeah. And and they were super vulgar, just to the point of hilarity. And I always, and of course, they caught Tipper's attention and just gave him more and more publicity until enough people bought the music and discovered, well, this is crap. Because here's is what just I garbage. Here's the part of the clip, Joe, that I thought you wanted as I was monitoring when you were reading Tom's email, okay? That we need a uh, free college education. We're gonna have, if I get elected president, free college education for four years of college, flat out. Ugh. Anybody with a family less than 125 grand, you're gonna get a free education. Everybody gets free education for 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 uh, uh, community college. Cardi, who. That's the part that I thought you wanted. Well, the whole thing was uh, dreadful. Uh, you have a, essentially a feeble fellow there who has no idea who he's talking to. He has no idea what what she's up to. And she is just uh, spouting every liberal Mysterian cliche in the book. And I think they even got into race relations, which she has no business talking about. Well, of course, she has business talking about it, but she has no business being taken credibly. To the, and, to the, does Biden, Joe, does Biden and the Democrats understand what this will do to our taxes and our debt by giving away free education for families who make under 125000 a year? Does he have any idea what that's going to do to our, our, our debt and our taxes? If he does, he apparently doesn't care. That's scarier even yet. But instead of making it, why not go uh, after big education and make a real impact? You know, go after the tuition bills, not make it free while still lining the pockets of all of these institutions. I had a deep thought today about the political class on their own rail of American life. Yeah. Let me adjust. I'm sorry for the noise. I apologize for the noise. We're working on that. I imagine that the incoming, this would have been true of either party, by the way, I am. I can see the uh, uh, in my mind's eye. I can see the Biden transition team meeting in a 
in a, a, a big room, a big room, and, and, and every once in a while, they go over, open the window, and yell out, yeah, free college education. Then they go back to rearranging the chairs, and I want this desk, and I want, th-. and then they go to the window and yell, yeah, we're going to have the Green New Deal. And so, and then, but in the meantime, what they're really doing, what they're really doing is creating their own world in which they're going to live for the next four years uh, on, a, on a rail that's completely separate from the, the rest of our lives. And then every once in a while, they'll go over to the window and open it and yell out, yeah, if you make less than such and such, we have a tax uh, cut for you. Then close the window and go back to saying, now, Nancy, you get that couch. And, and Bill, you get that great desk lamp over there. And uh, I just see them as uh, they're... Really, uh- I really want that uh, red stapler, that red yeah, yeah. And, you know, that red stapler. Uh, that uh, that was my stapler. Uh. They're arranging their own lives with no consideration for yours. None. Nope. It's nope. all BS. What we it's both parties. Trust me, both parties. They they live in their own world, and it has nothing to do with us. And every once in a while, they go over and raise a window and yell something out that's supposed to appease us. But that's what led to the rise. And, and the continue of, of Trump's um, popularity because mm-hmm. he was viewed as the anti-third uh, rail, right? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just wish he hadn't been such a poor messenger because he had the right idea. He's just a lousy messenger. But yeah. he has, he, 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 he's probably led life on his own rail just because of his wealth, however real or imagined his wealth might be. But he's, he, he would remain totally unaware of the political class uh, carving out this life for themselves. Or if he's, well, maybe he was aware, and that's why he treated them the way he did. He, I don't think he believes that they should be able to lead lives uh, separate from the rest of us. I mean, he certainly has due to his wealth again, but I, I think as he looked at the political class, he thought, these people are really getting away with a lot of stuff here. And uh, I don't I don't buy that. And in the meantime, uh, uh, he's been defeated and draws ever closer to having to say, yeah, I lost. Biden, come on in. The transition team has already been authorized to uh, begin its work, which means they're given some money and, uh, and some square footage. Can we play the uh, the Trump press conference today, speaking of that? <laughs> well, I thought it was a cheerful note, and I don't blame the guy one bit for giving it. I just love how he trolls the media with this one today. Yeah. I thought it was spectacular. Yeah. Uh, President Trump earlier today at the White House. Dow Jones Industrial Yep. Here we go. Okay. Place with the pandemic. I'm very uh, thrilled with what's happened on the vaccine front. That's been absolutely incredible. It's, uh, nothing like that has ever happened medically and uh, I think people are acknowledging that and it's having a big effect but uh, the stock market's just broken 30,000 never been broken that number that's a sacred number 30,000 nobody thought they'd ever see it Uh, that's the ninth time since uh, the beginning of 2020 and it's the 48th time that we've broken records in during the Trump administration, and I just want to congratulate all the people within the administration that work so hard. And most importantly, I want to congratulate the people of our country because there are no people like you. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. He's out, he says. <laughs> That's so great. 
he was that having was it, a bit. Right? That was the entire yeah, thing. That was right? it. And he just he was having a bit of sport there, wasn't he? The best. <laughs> yeah. You know what would have made it even better? And I know you guys couldn't see it, but if he would have just given a wink as he walked off, that would have been spectacular. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, our guy Mr. Money Talk with some thoughts on the uh, the Dow towards the end of the program today. Just thought I'd throw that in there. All right. Why don't we uh, take a short time out and return with John Height? All right. All right. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Very interesting piece in today's paper about failing or, excuse me, falling enrollment in community college in the uh, failed academy, which I thought was an interesting coincidence because I, I popped a, a wide awake last night at 1.30 in the morning uh, with the thought that the American Institute of Non-Destructive Testing is the exact opposite of the mystery no kidding. and the failed academy. I don't know why this stuff occurs to me in the middle of the night. Well, you're weird. But this, this education institute, it makes so much sense. It's brilliant. It won't break your bank for the next 50 years. Because you're going to be making money right away to pay off the loans in a very rewarding career and actually making a real difference in the world from the, as we say up here, from the get-go. We've been talking trade schools and blue-collar work for a while here on GL, and the American Institute of Non-Destructive Testing trains and graduates uh, graduates people to become non-destructive testing techs. That means you test equipment and material for anomalies and service-related wear that might lead to their failure down the line. Basically, they make sure the stuff is up to snuff. And the schooling, it's awesome. It's six months online, of course, at trainingndt.com. And then that's followed by three weeks of hand on, uh, hands-on learning and certification. And here's wh- where you should really pay attention because during those final three weeks, you'll be housed in a hotel up in Baxter, and you're going to have the chance to meet and greet with representatives from a wide variety of companies and manufacturers. The jobs are already there waiting for you, and if you get a gig and keep training, keep your training up, there's literally no limit to your earning potential. You can work here in Minnesota, you can work anywhere in the United States, or all over the world from very small companies to giant huge global blue ribbon manufacturers the website it's a real eye-opener i'm on it at least twice a week because i'm so in awe of it check out the american institute of non-destructive testing at trainingndt.com if you need a career change or you're contemplating the rest of your life looking for something interesting and fun with unlimited learning potential you really owe it to yourself to check out the american institute of non-destructive testing based right here in minnesota the website again trainingndt.com you know where you can work with that certificate in your pocket Hmm. anywhere your pickup truck can take you seriously joe that's amazing yeah from small companies of less than 50 people up to you know, big, giant Elon Musk companies. It's amazing. And it basically means, I'm, I'm trying to make up for the year of poor advertising I did for them. It basically <laughs> means that uh, you don't take a sledgehammer out to a bridge abutment, which was the old way of doing things. You are going to be working with the latest in technology. And yeah. it's just, it's a fascinating career. It, we've had letters from people whose lives have been turned around by that. That was, a coo- that was yeah. one of the coolest emails you ever yep. read. Yep. yep. And what I love about it is five, six years down the road, you could be pulling in 250K. It's it would amazing. Not surprise me. It would not surprise me. It's amazing. Me. What's the yeah. website, Kenny? 
trainingndt.com. You guys are all going to go on it now, aren't yeah, you? I'm going to go check well, it out. <laughs> times are kind of tough in the Olsen household. Nobody's Here's John Hyde in the newsroom. <laughs> yeah, nobody's paying attention to my news right now. <laughs> uh, this update brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Store, uh, which I frequented yesterday. What'd you do? I put up my Christmas lights on the roof, and I needed some hooks, and I needed another extension cord, so uh, I just ran over to Fratelloni's. I have a bone to pick, by the way, with uh, my neighbor who was out on his uh, roof Sunday. And I said, what are you doing to me? Now i got to run to Fran Loney's and get Christmas lights. You jerk. Well, we should. Come on. Let's get going, Chris. No, You're young. No, it's not even Thanksgiving <laughs> yet. The lights don't go up till after Thanksgiving. No, mine are up. They were on last night. Uh, in news, a new Bluetooth-enabled mobile app will give Minnesotans with COVID-19 the ability to anonymously notify close contacts who they might have exposed to the infectious disease. Governor Walls unveiling COVID-aware Minnesota on Monday and urged Minnesotans to use the app to uh, slow the spread of COVID-19. It's based on public health research indicating most transmissions of the coronavirus that cause uh, COVID-19 occur when people have spent 15 minutes within six feet of one another. The app uses Bluetooth signal strength between devices to track whether the lengths and proximity of interactions were long enough to present an exposure risk. State Infectious Disease Director Chris Arisman said the app could be particularly useful given the surge in cases that's making it hard for state and local contact tracers to interview all of the people who have been infected. More than a dozen states now use that technology with many unveiling similar apps in recent weeks. Uh, North Dakota was an early adopter of the technology last spring. The problem there, though, uh, slow uptake. In North Dakota, fewer than 5% of people have used the app, and even among users who end up with COVID-19, some don't opt to anonymously notify close contacts of their exposure risks. Yeah, anybody here doing it? Nope. Are, are you doing it? No, no. I'm not. No. No. What do you? I'm, how do you get it? You just go to a website. Yeah, it, it's an app. It'll yep. be in your app yeah. store. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just Seems like, like the pod- another way they can spy on us. Yep. I don't know. Just well, like they the- said, they won't. It won't do that. They said. Of course they, they sure. said. Sure. They said. They said. Mm-hmm. Not, not to sound like my favorite uh, tweeter, Randy Quaid, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't trust. Uh, don't trust the government. About one million Americans a day packed airports and planes over the weekend. Even yeah. though uh, public health experts had begged people to stay home and avoid big Thanksgiving gatherings, uh, those crowds are expected to grow in the next couple of days. Next Sunday, likely to be the busiest day of the holiday period. Uh, the number of people flying for Thanksgiving is down, though, by more than half from last year because of the outbreak. However, the three million who went through U.S. airport checkpoints from Friday through Sunday marked the biggest crowds since mid-March when the COVID-19 crisis took hold here in the U.S. Some uh, sports notes concerning COVID-19. The Gophers Athletic Department announced Monday night the football team will not practice today, Tuesday, instead conducting only virtual meetings because of some presumptive positive tests, 22 positive tests to be exact. The best thing that could happen to the Gopher football team is they don't (laughs) play against Wisconsin. I'm sorry, why would I say something like that? That's very mean. The Gophers said they aim to return to practice Wednesday and still play Saturday at Wisconsin. Uh, speaking of that, Chris, I really enjoy uh, Vikings games when they lose you on Twitter because that you get so excited, it, it, it amuses me. Thank you, John. That anybody can get that excited about uh, Thank sports. Thank you, John. 
Yeah. Adam Thielen. That might have had something to do with uh, the um, harmony of spirits that I was enjoying. I assume that, yeah. Yeah. So was it an up-and-down day for you on uh, Sunday, Chris? I actually watched most of that game and felt no emotions whatsoever. Uh, For me personally, I, you know, my life is not going to change, but when... You're paying the guy thirty million dollars. Joe said it perfectly yesterday. Joe said it perfectly yesterday. He's good until he isn't. Right. He's very good until he isn't. And you needed him, and he was in the last two drives. I believe it was two for seven for seventeen yards when it absolutely well, mattered. But if Jefferson catches that pass like he should have, <clears throat> ifs and uts. What ifs? If, if ifs, ifs and buts were candy and nuts, candy and nuts, it'd be Christmas Every all year be long. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Adam Thielen, speaking of receivers, became the sixth Vikings player in the past month to be isolated on the team's reserve COVID-19 list. Thielen either tested positive or was in close contact with an infected person. Based on policy, teams don't announce individual positive cases. Uh, Police investigating this morning an early morning shooting in North Minneapolis. It happened in the 3800 block of Girard Avenue North. When police got there around 1.30 in the morning, they found a man believed to be in his 50s suffering from an apparent gunshot wound inside a vehicle. Police began CPR, but the man was dead at the scene. The shooting would mark the city's 77th homicide of the year. Anyone with information on this incident is asked to call Crime Stoppers. They're going to break 100. But that's not our problem. We're all in this together to fight climate change. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> they are going to break a hundred homicides. Did you see any of the Reverend Timothy's uh, tweets last night? Mm-hmm. Oh, he had a number of home runs last mm-hmm. night. He was riled up. Authorities say a man was arrested following a fatal shooting that occurred in Coon Rapids on Monday. According to the Anoka County Sheriff's Office, it happened in the parking lot of Cub Foods on the 2000 block of Northdale Boulevard about 4.30 in the afternoon. When officers got there, they found a man with injuries lying in the parking lot. The Sheriff's Office said life-saving efforts were performed, but the man was dead at the scene. A 19-year-old man from Andover arrested minutes later at the scene. The suspect has not yet been charged. Court records in Minnesota, though, show he was jailed in July and charged with a gross misdemeanor drug offense in Wright County. He's also been convicted three times for petty misdemeanor drug crimes, all committed in the fall of 2019. The federal government recognized President-elect Joe Biden as the apparent winner of the November 3rd election on Monday, formally starting the transition of power after President Trump spent weeks testing the boundaries of American democracy. Trump relented after suffering yet more legal and procedural defeats in his seemingly uh, futile effort to overturn the election. Uh, Trump still refused to concede. He vowed to continue the fight in court. Uh, Meanwhile, President-elect Biden planning to name several top national security picks today, according to his transition office. Uh, At an event in Wilmington, Delaware, he'll announce plans to nominate Alejandro Mayorkas to be a secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, He intends to name John Kerry, as we talked about, as a special presidential envoy on climate. The transition office also confirmed reports Sunday night that Biden will nominate Antony Blinken to be Secretary of State and Jake Sullivan as a national security advisor. Uh, Jake uh, Sullivan there, he's a Minnesota native and a Yale Law School graduate. In recent months, he's helped spearhead a project at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace, reconceiving U.S. foreign policy around the needs of the American middle class. He was actually, wasn't he a star basketball player at that school? Southwest High School. Yeah. I don't know that he was a basketball player. I'm going to look him up. He also taught law at the University of St. Thomas. 
What'd you say, Johnny? NDSU? Or you? What was it? Which school? Uh, well, he's a Yale school graduate. Okay. Never mind. What? what? The hell are you talking about? Put some money in the damn bucket. No, I'm dead serious. There was a... Okay, fine, I'll do it. What's a different guy? Nah, same guy, guaranteed. Yep. A reputed wise guy nicknamed Tony Meatballs. Yeah, Tony Meatballs. Among more than a dirty dozen alleged South Philly mobsters charged in a sweeping federal indictment unsealed Monday, the suspects accused of everything from illegal sports betting to heroin peddling to offering loans at... 400% 400% interest. Not oh, to mention. like my credit card company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not, to, not to mention plotting to kidnap and possibly murder a drug dealer to save their reputation after the guy sold them fake narcotics. Anthony Tony Meatballs Gafoli, 72 years old, named in the grand jury indictment, uh, accused uh, also Stephen Stevie Mazzone and alleged capo Dominic Mr. Hopkins Grande. Underlings... <laughs> 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 That's why I read these stories. I love these. But I underlings, do too. Targeted, underlings targeted by the indictment include Louis, Louis Sheep, Beretta. Yep. Louis the Sheep, Joseph, yeah. Joseph, Joey Electric, Servideo, and Daniel Harry Castelli. Yeah. The crime syndicate's been working from Philadelphia to Atlantic City, according Hair, to federal Harry officials. as in hirsute? As in no, no, Harry like H- an ape? Like the name, H-A-R-R-Y. So Doesn't that story charming. seem charming uh, in an odd way? Uh, you mean like Soprano-style charming? Well, well I, I mean, mean we, you know. we live in a time when people are randomly shoved into subway tracks in New York and life has become so cheapened and gang warfare in Chicago is out of yeah, control. Yeah. And these old-timers still pretend they got this deal going. And it just... Yeah, uh, heroin, that's how heroin is charming. You yeah, know, it's real charming. Book, bookmaking and... <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know interest. what I mean. I think yeah, threat, you know, threatening to murder people because yeah. you know, never mind. Narcotics. Never Charming. mind. Charming. <laughs> I just can't get on the right track today. Jake <laughs> Sullivan was a third-team uh, conference player at Iowa State University from 2000 to 2004 from Oakdale, Minnesota. Not the same guy, Reavers. Not the same guy. <laughs> No. Why don't you give us hockey results from Columbia? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, you talked about this, I believe, at the beginning of the show, but I was I was uh, detained doing something else. Minnesota State Fair organizers announced a ticket flash sale is happening today, Tuesday. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Tuesday only until 11.59 p.m. Admissions? Just, what? I just he said, said it. He admitted he talked he, about he it. He said that he, we talked about want, it already. I didn't want to be alone in the scan bucket. No, that's for I you some more. That's you. Give yourself another one, for God's sake. Bye. Chris, you should just go home right now. <laughs> that's a good okay. idea. Uh, Ten bucks. <laughs> Organizers said there's a limit of 12 tickets per customer. Uh, don't forget, grandstand concert tickets are currently on sale. Also, uh, so far, uh, let's see, we got Miranda Lambert for August 26th. No, no. The Doobies 50th anniversary yeah. tour for August. I want to see them, first. John. Yeah. I've never I seen saw them. Three years ago, they were they were excellent. I want to see them. that. I, I no, have they, doubts about they that. Is Michael for, uh, McDonald with them? Uh, he will be next year. He was not when I saw them. Mm-hmm. But the whole point of this anniversary tour was that he would be with them. But they had to cancel this year, obviously. Will they do another park another Sunday? Uh, they did not do that when I uh, saw them. All right. Three years ago. All right. Were at, at any point during the concert were they talking about China Grove? <laughs> they did do China Grove, Kenny. Yes. <laughs> okay. Good. Wow. 
Uh, also, Tim McGraw, tickets are on sale for. And the search tour, I don't know what that means. Oh, NF, I'm sorry. NF, the search tour. So there you go. What the hell is that? I have no idea. NF must be a band of some sort, uh, probably some, some youngsters. I don't even want to know what it stands for. <laughs> I'd look it up, but i got to read news. Here, I'll look it up. I'm tired of bad acronyms. <laughs> a new study out of England found if you're fat and over the age of 60, you can still lose an equivalent amount of weight as younger people using only lifestyle changes. So, age is no barrier to losing weight, as some people believe, according to this study. There are more than 50 comorbidities of obesity that can be lessened by losing weight, including diabetes, psychiatric conditions like depression and anxiety, (laughs) and other problems. Obesity is also linked to increasing mortality and poor well-being. Researchers said they hope their findings will help to correct prevailing societal misconceptions about the effectiveness of weight loss programs in older people eat the pain away a uh, tough story from venezuela a group of prisoners in the venezuelan state of carabobo were forced to kill a rottweiler for food to fight off starvation according to the human rights ngo venezuelan prisons observatory uh, to make it even worse as you'll see in a moment that uh, dog actually belonged to the warden the Argentinian outlet Infobe reported that family members of the inmates told OVP that their incarcerated relatives were forced to kill the dog as they were dying from hunger, receiving just bread and some occasional other meals from prison authorities. It took place at the El Libertador prison facility in Ombre Nuevo, according to Carabobo State. Family members expressed concern at the severity of the punishment they may receive for killing the dog. As I said, it belonged to a former prison director that the inmates uh, referred to the dog, who they uh, allegedly loved, as Princess. You know what it tasted like? What? Chicken. Oh, oh please. Joel. No. Don't. Bart, what's... What? Oh, God. John, that's I was just of, on yeah. NF, the sound. Yes. Uh, that's, yeah. I guarantee that'll be a group that uh, young Dylan would enjoy. Really? Yeah. It what do they like, do? Well, that, you know, that, that new age sound. That, that, it just sounds like something he would probably listen <laughs> no to. No idea what the hell you're talking about, yeah, old man. New yeah. age. I, yeah. don't, I don't think Dill's into new age. Yeah, he is. He likes that stuff. I don't even know what that means. So That's massage I, music. Isn't new age the stuff you funny. listen to? Yeah. Are you getting the like knock harps? Steaks? I'm going to text yeah. him right now. And, you know. Yeah. Dylan, I, I'm texting him right now. I could just yell for him. He's just no, 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 you do the news. You do it's the not news. working today. So, uh, Jeopardy record holder Ken Jennings will be the first in a series of interim hosts replacing Alex Trebek when the show resumes production next Monday. Producers announced that Jennings, who won 74 games in a row and claimed the show's greatest of all time title in a competition last year, will host episodes that air in January. Uh, Alex Trebek, of course, died November 8th. They say they'll name a long-term host for Trebek later. The show is in its 37th year of syndication, and Trebek was its only host. Well, that's not really true. Oh, yeah, it is in syndication. When it was on NBC in the 60s, Art Fleming was the host. I remember it very well. Uh, <sighs> oh, 
<laughs> Richard said that. I'm arguing with myself. You now. just FYI'd your own news I story. I did. My own news story. Wow. Richard said that uh, Jeopardy will air repeat episodes for holiday weeks beginning December 21st and 28th, meaning Trebek's final week of shows will air starting Monday, January 4th. The Jennings episodes begin January 11th. There's one obvious answer, one host that could sh- save this franchise. Who? Steve Harvey. No, Jeopardy's not that kind of show. Come on. I think we should make it into that kind but of show. But he's Jeopardy so good fine. on The Feud, though. I love him on The Feud. You can't take him off The Feud. Boy, you guys watch what some you, weird what you, stuff. What do you think, Joe? <laughs> I have oh, no Such, idea. You would, you would love Family Feud. Harvey is so No, great. I love he's Steve the, Harvey, but I'm not watching a game show. Oh, no. He's the only reason to watch that show. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. I don't, you know, when you say that, Joe, Jeopardy is right up your alley. I don't know why you wouldn't love Jeopardy. He doesn't like game shows. But it's, I know. What it's, time is it on? Traditionally, what time has it been on? Four, four thirty. Oh, see, I couldn't watch TV at that hour. That would give me a anxiety attack. I'm glad you don't have any issues, okay? Because no. with Steve Harvey hosting the Family Feud, you get gems like this. Give me a boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but what 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 you're not what the audio can't tell you was his reaction to that. Yeah, he says more with a, a raised eyebrow right. than yeah, most right. people yeah, can say in does. two sentences. Yeah, a story that you talked about earlier, Joe Cadillac offering dealers up to half a million dollars to give up their franchises if they're not on board to update their stores to sell the brand's upcoming electric cars. Dealerships will require uh, approximately $200,000 worth of investment in uh, charging and service upgrades to accommodate the new models, which kick off with the Lyric SUV scheduled to arrive in early 2022. Cadillac North American VP Mahmoud Samara confirmed the buyout offer, but not the amount being offered. Cadillac has 880 dealers nationwide. Uh, I don't get this. Half of them sell fewer than 50 vehicles a year. How is that possible? Really? Yeah. How can they stay in Cadillacs? 50, 50 Cadillacs a year. Right? Okay, but yeah. yeah. Would they be selling other vehicles, Cadillac dealers? Well, I would hope so. I have no idea. I don't know, yeah. Uh, the brand delivered 156,246 cars and SUVs in the U.S. last year. Dealers who take the buyout offer, which is good until November 30th, will be allowed to acquire new Cadillacs through the end of 2021. Oh, here you go. Many of them also have franchises with other GM brands. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we answered our own question. Uh, mm-hmm. We have an update on NF The Sound, John. Yes. You were right. I was wrong. Dylan said, no, I'm not really a fan of their stuff. So there you go. <laughs> okay. I said thanks. Uh, you d- settled the bet. I lost. <laughs> John? Yes. Are you a fan of turkeys? I, I like turkey. You like yeah. a good turkey? What I about like gladiator movies? Do you like <laughs> yeah. gladiator I, I, I like gladiator movies too, yeah. A time is running out at Grunhofer's old fashioned meats in Hugo. You can call and uh take your chances, but there's been turkey warnings and turkey watches. These are the free range fresh turkeys at two ninety nine a pound. Turkey Day is closing in. Call Grunhoffers at 651-426-2800. And, of course, that will bring you there. And then, as I've said, I can't help you. You're on your own. Right. Because you'll leave there with wagon loads of thick-cut bacon and double-smoked ham and tomahawk steaks and brats and salmon and seasoning and jerkies. But, man, those free-range fresh turkeys are fantastic. It will be the best 
turkey you've ever had. Uh, a guy asked Spencer, can you get me a 28-pound turkey? And Spencer said, yeah, but i got to check it with the governor first. Because right. uh, Spencer, you know, when he's working the city desk there at the counter, he likes to have a little fun with the customers. And it's all fun at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. It's at the north end of Hugo. Where else? It's right on Highway 61. Call them. You still have time for turkey. 651-426-2800. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. Yes, Johnny. Uh, David Dinkins, the first and only black mayor in New York City's history, has died at the age of 93. He was born in 1927 in Trenton, New Jersey. He served in the Marine Corps shortly after World War II and moved to New York after graduating from Howard University in 1950. Through the next four decades, he would rise in the city's political sphere, becoming the president of the New York City Board of Elections, New York City clerk, Manhattan Borough president uh, before uh, bu- uh, Borough, yeah, I'm sorry, president before his successful primary of Democratic mayor and three-term incumbent Ed Koch in 1989. In the general election, Dinkins then defeated then U.S. Attorney Rudy Giuliani by about 47,000 votes to become New York's 106th mayor in the closest mayoral election in the city's history. Uh, there's a nice uh, obit today. Did you see this in the paper? Uh, Bruce. Uh, Oh, I never say this right. Sadeen, I believe his name was, producer, uh, not producer, engineer, recording engineer. I did see that. I was wondering if you knew him. Uh, I know who he is. I I didn't know him. Uh, We also had a great obit in both papers of Carol Conley. I did see that, too. The poet laureate of St. Paul. Yeah. Uh, Swedeen was uh, the fellow who engineered almost everything Quincy Jones ever did, uh, starting back in the 50s with Count Basie and uh, through the Leslie Gore records and Michael Jackson, and was well-respected. Uh, and I did not know he was from here originally. Spent uh, the first, I think it said, 18 years of his life in the Twin Cities. So uh, He was 86. He had a good, good long life. A customer left a $3,000 tip for one beer at a restaurant voluntarily closing because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The man walked into Nighttown on Sunday in Cleveland, ordered the beer, asked for his check, which came to $7.02. Owner Brendan Ring wrote on Facebook. Ring said the man wished him well, told him to share the tip with the four employees who were working brunch service. As the man walked out, Ring wrote, he looked out at the tip and realized the man had left them $3,000. I ran after him. He said, no, not a mistake. We'll see you when you reopen. Ring said he would not post the customer's name because he thinks the man wouldn't want that. The owner said he and his serving staff were humbly grateful for the incredibly kind and grand gesture. That is such a cool story. Good for him, man. Mm-hmm. Employees at a Minnesota library found an unusual item in a return bin, an 8-millimeter film that was 40 years overdue. Dan Buckananga, an employee at the Duluth Public Library, said he was emptying a return bin when he saw what he initially thought was a CD audio book, but a closer examination revealed it was an 8mm movie on a reel. He said he'd never seen one before. The film reel, a copy of the classic silent film A Trip to the Moon, was accompanied by a post-it note reading, Sorry, check this out when I was 14 and we moved. It's 40 years overdue, but better late than never. Uh, 54-year-old Randall Brody came forward as the man who brought the film back. He said he found it in a box in his garage earlier this year and remembered he and his brother had checked it out of the library shortly before the family moved to North Dakota. He said, at first, I didn't even know what to do with it. 
I thought it might have some value, though, maybe for a collector. Brody offered to pay a late fee to the library, but Byron Johnson said the facility did away with overdue fines about a year and a half ago. Of course. Of course, you want to remove that risk. Yeah, so there's no overdue fines. Johnson said the library no longer has a means to find out if the film is still watchable because they don't have a projector. The old projection room was long ago transformed into a set of bathrooms. He said the film will likely find a new home in his personal museum on his desk. Thank you, Johnny. You bet. Boys, let's uh, return after a short timeout. Flashlight, check. Tool belt, check. Attitude, check. He's going in. Joe Souchere. Ammo, check. Firearm, check. Uh, firearm aficionados, uh, we're on a bit of a roller coaster right now, not knowing what will happen with our Second Amendment on the federal level here in the coming years. Thankfully, DKMags.com of Old Highway 8 up in New Brighton. They have an excellent selection of new and used firearms at very competitive prices and the best staff in all of the land. We're talking firearms, of course, magazines, suppressors, all the necessary accessories. Uh, special orders, really easy, super convenient. And what's more fun, think about this, what's more fun, I love doing that. That's one thing I love about technology today is you get to track your order and doing it on a firearm is a blast. Every day the tension builds. Uh, and it doesn't have to be hunting. It could be sports shooting. It doesn't have to be personal protection. It could be home protection. Thankfully, DK Mags, they cover it all. And whether it's in-store or online, be sure to tell them you're a GLer when you're shopping. And as always, veterans, active service members, law enforcement officers, and first responders, y'all, all y'all get a discount. That's uh, DK Mag's way of thanking you. A wonderful gun shop for all of us here in Garage Logic. DKMags.com. I want to try an experiment, Reavers. Okay. I think I found a way to mute myself. So I'm going to turn this down, and you tell me if you can hear me. Okay, when are you, are you going to count down, or are you just going to do it? Yeah, I can hear you. Huh? Yeah, I could. we could all hear you. You could hear the breathing? Yep. Well, what the hell? I had the thing turned down to... I couldn't hear anything. Here, try it one more time. Are you turning down your headphone levels? No, yeah. they're going to be okay. No, nope, we heard you again. No, just a minute. Where's the party? Where's the party? Did you hear that? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hell with it. Are you, Say, Kelsey. You're turning, you're turning down your headphones, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I tried putting a small. Uh, oh, I thought of a new club head. I could try my putter cover. No, let's would not fit over this uh, microphone. Let's not do that. Say, Kelsey sent along something fantastic that I can't imagine that this hasn't. I can't imagine why this has only developed. If in fact it has, uh, he sent me a, a photo of a semi going down the highway and on its on its back doors is a projection screen that tells the drivers behind him the oncoming traffic wait what? there's a camera there's a camera in front of the truck and projection on the rear of the truck so oh, you're that's that sounds like the worst distraction i've ever that's awful no, That's you're, spe you're speeding across Montana, and you're wondering if you can pass this semi, and the projection screen will tell you what the driver is facing is, uh, for oncoming traffic. And if there's no traffic, off you go. 
I think it's fantastic. I'm confused uh, how it's it fan- works. It, no, it's fantastic for drivers, Joe. It's fantastic for us. We like driving. We enjoy driving. We're fully involved in driving. These meatheads who don't want to be on the road anyway and are already <laughs> distracted, this could be awful. Well, I, I happen to think it was a nifty idea. Reavers, you don't get it? No. I, the cam- camera the, on the, the front the, of the, the semi. The, the semi speeding down the interstate. It's got a camera on its bow and it's filming it's filming its journey and it's projecting that film on the back of the truck on a screen i see i see but the only place this would be useful such would be on a two-lane because there's no oncoming traffic on an interstate hey kelsey i I agree with you i thought it was pretty cool uh (laughs) but uh I can't get the boys but, to realize. But no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> to Kenny's distraction portion of it, it would only be distracting when you encounter that semi. It's not like you're looking at the screen all the time. Mother of God. This is not complicated. <laughs> Does your car have a backup camera? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, Same damn no. principle, okay? Goodness, no, Same no, principle. No. Well, they're probably mandated by now, Kenny, and everything. Your truck's just too old to have uh, had that. Pulled that crap out of there and threw it away. You guys uh, want them spying on me where I'm backing up to. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm not going to name the individual, (laughs) but we all know someone that works in this building. And uh, this would have been, oh, we were still on the radio, so maybe five years ago, five years ago or so. And uh, she came into the producer's room where Rookie and I usually do our uh, show prep. And she said, hey, can can you come help me for a minute? And I said, "Uh, Sure. She said, can you back my, my car out of the of the corral over here? And I said, why? Well, my backup camera's not working. No. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. How well do I know this person? You Well, you don't because you couldn't name five other people outside of us that work in this building. Well, it has to be either Lori or Julia who would be that stupid. No, it's not. It was not Lori or Julia. Oh. Just name names. Yeah, oh, name no, the name. No, this is no, too no. good. Was, was it an air personality? No, it was not. It was someone that works in the sales department. Oh, well, for a million dollars. Don't, don't name names. I no. wouldn't know who that was. No. Bert wants me to know that Fratelloni made a fine contribution to the Hallmark nonsense, but Bert was the one who offered up, I didn't say you were one oh. as a title. That's fact. Ah. Bert, is, Bert is correct. I thought Mike was the one that did that. I'm sorry, Bert. No, he had some titles, but Bert had that one. Gotcha. Uh, uh, obituaries note too that Harold Hal Greenwood died. He was the former president and CEO of Midwest Federal Savings and Loan, and he uh, got caught in some fraud, served some time, and then had a very productive life in community activities and affairs in Grand Marais, Minnesota. He was 89. I distinctly remember him as a sponsor of Minnesota Twins telecasts, and uh, I always found him a bit spooky. Uh, that's all but I you can won't remember. Tell us why. Hmm. Well, no, it just he was uh, Alfred Hitchcockian. You know, he kind of looked uh, jowly, and and uh, he was always talking about a good tree to come to for shelter, which was the Midwest Savings. <laughs> oh, Never right, mind. yeah, that was yeah. their logo. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And only because they come to us. <laughs> this is the worst show no. since the first show we did. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I was okay. No, you weren't. <laughs> Here's what I do. Here's what I take pride in. I take pride in when I have to back up to my dump box trailer that I only have to get out once to look where I'm at. That's, that's, an, that's a learned skill that takes years to develop. 
and I don't use a camera at all. And, I, and I'm, I'm puffing my chest in pride Attaboy. with pride when I do <laughs> that. I don't rely on the backup camera. But you use uh, it. I'll check it for kids in the street, but I'm still swiveling my head all around. Yeah, you turn around and you look out the back window. Let's go here. We're drivers. Let's drive. Only because they come to us all the way from Mumbai, India, from Tom Lyman. It's on this date in Minnesota history, November 24th. In 1864, on this day, Governor Stephen Miller declared a Thanksgiving holiday in accordance with President Abraham Lincoln's recommendation that the last Thursday in November be used for this purpose. Minnesota had celebrated Thanksgiving Day before, but usually in December. How do you like that? That's pretty neat. So it was on this day in 1864, six years after we became a state. And on this day in 1859, architect Cass Gilbert was born in Ohio. Gilbert's family would move to St. Paul in 1868, and he would later begin his career there. Among his most recognizable buildings, of course, are the Minnesota State Capitol, the U.S. Supreme Court Building, and Manhattan's Woolworth Building. So uh, uh, Cass Gilbert was quite the uh, quite the coveted architect for your property. I think he did a few houses on Summit Avenue, too. Which one went up first, Joe, the cathedral or the capital? I seem to remember a story about a competition there on who, whose building could look the best and be the most ornate. Uh, I shouldn't uh, well, surprised you with that. Um, no, but I'm, I'm interested because they're both gorgeous uh, buildings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the capital, uh, when was cathedral completed i'll do capital yeah way to go kenny well i want to know now uh it's an interesting story if i remember right Uh, the minnesota state capitol was opened to the public on january 2nd of 1905 then the capitol beat the cathedral because i know the cathedral uh i'll have it for you momentarily one day before the 34th legislature convened. Uh, but they didn't get the horses till years later, correct? Wasn't that part of the deal? I thought I remember reading. Okay. Nice chatting with you. Well, this... Uh, oh, this is interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm finding nothing. What do you think, Larry? Larry. Larry, tell us what you think. Somebody just let Larry downstairs for some reason. Okay, the current building opened in 1915. What'd you say the capital was? 1905? Uh, January 2nd of 1905. The capital preceded the cathedral. There we go. We got to the bottom. That's a, yeah. And then I'll see you all at six for a very prolonged meeting. This is, this is your issue, Such. We, we've, the rest of us are you're good star pros yeah well yeah. as long as we're going to have a six o'clock meeting you know what i'll do is i'll bring the harmony spirits and they have a very important message for all of you glers the cocktail kits are now available yes you do have to pick them up uh down at the tasting room in harmony minnesota but you should check out their twitter account because these kits are absolutely gorgeous and make a fantastic gift for that you know spirits lover in your life give them a call at 507-886-7687 some of these kits are really cool how about the blackberry vodka mojito kit 
They also have a Manhattan kit and a caramel apple kit that's all available. Look at their website, HarmonySpirits.net, for all of those kits that are available. But also, go into your local liquor store. Ask for Harmony by name. That's how we are continuing to grow the brand of Harmony Spirits. And don't forget to sign up for that newsletter. They select a random person every month to gift them a bottle of Harmony Spirits for free, just simply for signing up for their newsletter. Harmony Spirits, let them know you heard about it on GL. Joe? During today's oh. show, some disturbing information came in regarding what has been called the Great Reset. We've mentioned it a few times. The belief that the world should be completely reordered, eliminate capitalism, what have you. Right. Uh, two, two pieces came in today that must, must be discussed tomorrow. Oh, boy. Okay. Even though and it's a festive day, it's the eve of Thanksgiving. Before we leave, Chris, go to your email and read the email from Keith Olson. He's had a brilliant idea, and uh, I'm going to follow up on this. Chris, uh, is there any way a guy could get the audio file of just the mayor's honk if it exists? I was catching up on the podcast from this week, uh, this morning, and when you played it, oh, the uh, when when rookie sprung right. the Jer- was it Jerry right. Springer? No, Maury Povich. Maury, Maury Povich. Povich. I'm looking for just the honk with no laughing or any other noise. Why, may you ask? I think it might may be the ticket for coyote hunting. <laughs> it sounds like, like an, an animal, animal in, dis- in distress. That's yeah. not bad. <laughs> oh, I think that was the record. A- I think that was the record number two for honks. We'd have to play it again and literally count you guys. Them. I listened on the way uh, on the road the uh, when the day of that airing was it Friday. And I counted 32 or 33. Well, that, that's the most I had in me, I think. Hold on. Chris, if you could send it, could, if you could isolate it and send it to me, I would try it out tonight. All right. Uh, ready to count? All right. <laughs> Four, five, I had twenty. I'm at twenty. I had twenty. No, there's more though. <laughs> well, that was the the first wave. Yeah, there was. But a you know what? Wave. That was that was really clean. There was no other laughing, right? Right. Right. Well, Let's I think just, just rookie and Angie in the background were laughing. But if you could isolate those twenty three or whatever it is. Send them to me, okay, Chris? I want to try it out well, this Well, uh, send them to the guy in Montana, too. Okay. Well, oh. I coyote hunt right on my back door, you dummy. And yeah, fine. If uh, if my laughter is useful to you people slaughtering innocent animals, that's <laughs> fine with me. <laughs> They're not protected. There's no season. You can shoot them year-round. You can yep. even, during certain times of and, the year, um, shoot them at night. Once yep. I get that audio file sent to uh, Keith and Terry Montana and Kenny Olson, you can submit your request to Olson at garagelogic.com. <laughs> Don't email me. Joe, yeah, we've made a lot a of mil- funny noises. Joe, if this works, we're millionaires, dude. But how are you going <laughs> to... We sell this at Cabela's. Right. Wait a wait minute. Wait copyright a minute. dead honk. Oh. Copyright dead honk. Okay, 20 honks is copyrighted. <laughs> now I'm rubbing my hands together like John Kerry. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> the official Garage Logic coyote bait call. <laughs> That's not bad. Now I'm trying to think. Uh, okay, yeah, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. It does sound like a rabbit being torn apart. <laughs> it does. I should run. A- oh, hold on. Should I? 
Can you kill 30 <laughs> seconds? Let me run out to my truck and get my call. Oh, okay. yeah, we can kill. All right, Joe, here's yeah. how we can kill 30 seconds, by the way. I don't need to kill 30 seconds. I, know, I hate that term. No, you're right. We're, we're here to entertain. We're not killing time. You're right. We are not. But uh, Tim Bloom just sent us the updated copy, and I, I believe you received that from the sales staff about that Black Friday sale that's starting what? Starting I, owe Tim, I owe Tim another mention because uh, I really fouled up that first examination of that. Let me call it up on my, uh, on my email uh, and tell you that the best deals in town right now, tell Kenny to be quiet. Yep. The best deals in town right now are at EcoFund Motorsports in uh, downtown Forest Lake, and uh, I'm not seeing it here. Here it is. I have it. And <laughs> let me tell you. Yep. That, uh, Why don't you tell us? Well, all kinds of things uh, <laughs> are on sale here. Uh, download. Is he trying uh, again? Yep. Uh-oh. Here we go. Right. $9.99 <laughs> on B1 Bintelli electric bikes. $19.99 on 200cc Snow Leopard Youth Snowmobiles. Stasic electric balance dirt bikes. $50 off. And all the scooters that may turn every errand into an adventure. 49cc, $12.99. 150 cc, 1399, 100 bucks off, all in stock. Youth ATVs, what a great gift that would be! And the Pop Star 750 watt electric bike, 1299, and the Rockstar 750 watt electric bike, 1299. Not to mention the clothing, the apparel, the helmets. Uh, and just a, just a wonderful place to do some Christmas shopping right now. The sales are underway at EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. Where else? On Highway 61. It's the Black Friday sale, but it lasts one week. It begins today. <laughs> it's a cotton. Mine is a cotton tail. Okay, what? here's a jackrabbit. Oh, he sounds more like a jackrabbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. My. Kenny, oh. if you use that and you get results, that's incredible. We're millionaires. <laughs> we're gonna be on we're gonna be on the island. I think what Joe's trying to say, Kenny, is that if you end up getting a coyote because of that, he wants half the meat. Yeah, <laughs> meat. Gross. I don't think people eat coyotes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Hand delivered by Kenny Olson. Wow. <laughs> Here's oh. half your coyote. Right. Oh, no. <sighs> okay. All right. Thanks, Keith Olson that of Montana. That was brilliant. great idea. That was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh. Hey, you know what else is brilliant? Our friends at Pod MN. They deliver you Garage Logic each and every day when Joe is shuffling his papers instantly when that particular episode of Garage Logic gets downloaded. And you can also win fantastic prizes each and every time you listen. Just download that Pod MN app and please do us a favor and rate and review it in both your Google and Apple Play Store. Oh my goodness. John's playing along with John. This is oh. cool. <laughs> Catch you tomorrow for a very festive edition of GL. Well, not really. We got to talk about the great reset. Well, maybe after yeah, that. Yeah, he piped down, buddy. We're gonna have fun. All right. <laughs>
His name is Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is on the line with us right now here in Garage Logic, and you can call Josh today for a free 48-minute financial analysis at absolutely no cost. That's right, it's free. You call him today, 952-925-5608. As you know, Josh is always going to give you straight talk. He's never going to give you sugar-coated advice. And Josh, I can sense the excitement in your voice. This is a pretty big day today, isn't it? A big day, Chris. A big day for several years. Prognosticators have said the Dow will hit three zero 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 zero. Today, we hit 30,000. Wow. It's a huge day. Most people would look and say, okay, what are some of the movers who have gotten the Dow here? Because earlier this year, the Dow movers were amongst my favorites in the technology space. Apple and Microsoft helped to move the Dow earlier this year. As the year progressed, it was still the tech leaders that continue to boost the Dow. And then we could add in uh, United Healthcare, which is now one of the biggest components in the Dow. And then the Dow added two more biotech name and another tech name, which also have a big weighting, uh, that being Salesforce.com and Amgen also added uh, to the power of the of the Dow. You know, some positive news coming with the election and the positive news being a reduced chance of a major tax increase, which is a positive. Possibly better relations with China, another positive. You've got some of the industrial companies like Caterpillar and Boeing moving close to new 52-week highs. Boeing has had some significant issues because of their 737 and I still think that's a company that I may not want to be you know running to but it is a big component in the Dow and it has uh, provided some power the technology favorites well Apple and Microsoft have become laggards recently I'd still be pounding the table to buy two of these mega stocks mega meaning Microsoft Apple, Google, and Amazon, I do believe that those four companies are still places you have to have significant exposure to. Very good. And I can sense the excitement, Josh. And that's even more reason, based upon that news today, for you to give Mr. Money Talk a call. Like I said before, it's free and it's only 48 minutes. Call him today, 952-925-5608. Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold is always going to give you straight talk. He's never going to give you sugar-coated advice. Josh, thanks. Thanks for the great news, and we'll talk soon, sir. You got it.